I just want to say this would have never happened if I was GM. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help, just not right now. I'm your host, Tom. Oh, God, yeah, this this video hurts. Grassi, and today, even though this video is going to be irrelevant in like three hours when new uh, news breaks, I'm going to attempt to summarize this entire saga of what has gone on between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, before draft night, this exploded, in which there was a whole rundown on ESPN about how Aaron Rodgers was so unhappy he didn't want to return to the Green Bay Packers, which transformed into potentially him retiring and doing Jeopardy, which transformed into him wanting to get Goody fired, which has now led us to right now, and apparently Jake Kumro was the one who started this all because once Jake Kumro got released, Aaron Rodgers' fury was never matched again. So this story is incredibly complicated and has transpired over the past few years. And so the way that I'm going to try and condense this to make it somewhat watchable is I'm going to present it from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, and then I'm going to conclude it with the Green Bay Packers, their perspective on it, and just try to put it all together on what the hell happens now. So, this is going to be a fun video. So, where I want to start, and then we're going to jump back and then jump forward in time, is the 2020 NFL Draft. You know, when this happened. Good times. Before the 2020 NFL draft, the Packers were fresh off getting their asses kicked by the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. However, they went 13-3 with first-year head coach Matt LeFleur, aka the sexiest coach in the NFL. You can't even deny it. And this came after an entire spring and summer of 2019, where apparently Matt LeFleur and Aaron Rodgers hated each other. Hated. Like, you know how John Wick hated those people that killed his dog and then he killed everyone? That's what the media made it seem like. However, something crazy happened. As the season went on, you saw Aaron Rodgers smiling and hugging and most importantly, winning with Matt LaFleur. And all those stories turned to BS. They were even asked about these stories on several occasions in which they said they laughed about it because of how ridiculous they were. And in the 2019 season, Aaron Rodgers had a pretty darn good year. Had a 62% completion rating, 4,002 yards, 26 touchdowns, and four interceptions. And at this time, Aaron Rodgers was 36 years old. He had four years left on his contract with a potential out after the 2021 season because there was no guaranteed salary after 2021. Because in 2018, with two years still left on his current deal, he signed a four-year $134 million extension with over $100 million in guarantees, which at that time beat out quarterback Matt Ryan and his contract with the Falcons. And at the time of signing his brand new contract extension, Aaron Rodgers said something very interesting about the Green Bay Packers, which looking at it now in 2021, yeah, it's just, it's good times. 
He said, I'm not trying to screw them, you know? This is a partnership. That's the only way this is going to work. And the best way things work in this situation is that we work together. And if they make that financial commitment, that's what they're saying. And also, there's an expectation that you're going to play well. And that's my side of the bargain. So here in 2018, Aaron Rodgers is talking about working together, that the Packers need to make a financial commitment to him. And in return, he is going to play good football. All on the same page? Great. Now, before the 2020 NFL draft even kicked off, Aaron Rodgers seemed to sense that there was something brewing because on March 6th of 2020, before the draft, he told ESPN, and I quote, I'm a realist. I know where we're at as an organization. I know where I'm at in my career. No matter who you bring in, they're not going to be able to beat me out anytime soon. So Rodgers basically threw down the gauntlet saying, hey, I know where the Packers are and might be thinking to go. I know where I am. And if you bring somebody in here, I am going to kick their ass. He followed this comment up with another comment on April 3rd, 2020 in a Pat McAfee interview in which he said, my thing is legacy is really important. Having an opportunity to do it all in Green Bay would mean a lot to me. And when asked about playing into his 40s, he responded, I feel confident now I'm going to be 40 when the deal ends. I feel like I can keep going after that the way things have been going. So what we have before the entire 2020 NFL draft fiasco is Aaron Rodgers saying a few things. One, when he signed his contract extension, basically saying he needs the Green Bay Packers to make a financial commitment to him, and in exchange, he will play well. That's how they need to work together. It's a partnership. The second thing that he said was about being a realist and understanding that at his age, the organization might decide to go another way. However, he was also very strongly letting him know that he would beat out anybody they brought in. And finally, also said that legacy is incredibly important to him, and he wanted that legacy to be with the Green Bay Packers, and he wanted to play into his 40s. So now you have the 2020 NFL Draft. Night one, the Green Bay Packers apparently were trying to target and had interest in Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk. One was taken by the Minnesota Vikings, the other, the pick right before the Packers traded up by the San Francisco 49ers. Two wide receivers, which the Packers have not drafted in the first round since 2002, but I want to make a quick point. That does not matter because we have struck gold in the second round at wide receiver with Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, just to name a few. And so with those wide receivers off the board, the Green Bay Packers made the decision to trade up to the 26th spot with the Dolphins and select Jordan Love. In addition, and what a lot of people viewed as making it worse, they did not draft a single wide receiver in the 2020 NFL Draft. Now, the selection of Jordan Love set off an absolute media firestorm in which Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst was asked multiple times, is Aaron Rodgers still your quarterback? Which they responded, yes. They basically pumped up Jordan Love saying that he was going to be able to sit behind and learn from Aaron Rodgers, but basically Aaron was still our guy. Things were made worse when the Packers went after a running back, A.J. Dillon, in the second round, seeming to forego Aaron Jones and build for the future with another third-round pick of a tight end in Josiah DeGuerra. So the entire narrative was basically the Green Bay Packers are basically forgetting this team that just made it to the NFC Championship game and instead were looking to build the future roster post Aaron Rodgers. Weeks went by in which Aaron Rodgers did not speak to the media and then finally came out and said, of course, he wasn't happy about it, but he understood where the organization was coming from and basically had made peace with it and was just going to go out and play football. One of the big problems with the Jordan Love selection, I know a lot of people compare this to the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers saga, even more so now, 
was that Aaron Rodgers still had four years left on his current deal. But we did mention after the 2021 season, there was an out in which the Packers could move on from Aaron Rodgers. You look at Jordan Love's contract, who as a first rounder has a four-year deal, but has an option to get a fifth-year extension. But that needs to get decided by the end of the third year, and that fifth year is fully guaranteed. Basically, you're saying if Aaron Rodgers plays out the remaining four years of his contract, Jordan Love is never going to see the field, and you're going to have to make a decision at the end of his third year if you want to renew him for a fifth year, which you would see him for the very first time. So financially, logistically, rationally, this was pretty bad in the timing department. And I'll talk about later in this video why I think the Packers actually did this. But think about this from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. The Packers never told him they were going to draft Jordan Love or even considering drafting a quarterback in the first round, which again, they don't have to. We'll talk about that. But they never did, so he felt slighted about that. And two, this is sending a very clear message that Aaron Rodgers, there's a good chance that he is going to be out after the 2021 season. I'll throw on top of this that there was a bunch of videos that came out over the summer of Jordan Love in training camp and him missing a bunch of nets, which only just fueled the fire even more and fans rage. But to go back to the comment that Aaron Rodgers made when he signed his extension, part of the deal was that he had to play well. And in the 2020 NFL season, boy, oh boy, did he play freaking well. Rodgers and the Packers went 13-3 and for a second year in a row. They clinched the number one seed in the NFC, and Rodgers was named the league MVP. Looking at his stats in 2020, he completed 70.7% of his passes, threw for nearly 4,300 yards, 48 touchdowns, and only five interceptions. Yeah, he had a good year. Unfortunately for the Packers and Rodgers, this ended in the NFC Championship game after losing to the future Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And directly after the NFC Championship game, Rodgers said, there are a lot of guys' futures that are uncertain, myself included. That's what's sad about it most, getting this far. And at this point, you also had Goody and Matt LaFleur come out once again and say that they are committed to Aaron Rodgers, that he is our guy. But Rodgers also made it pretty clear that he felt that he was a dead man walking and that a lot of other people that are in that locker room are not going to be there the following year. And so in Rodgers' mind, he may have viewed last year as the last dance. He would even go on the Pat McAfee show and basically say that he thinks that he ruined some timelines for the Green Bay Packers, which makes sense. And we'll talk about that later in this video of what the Packers were potentially planning. But basically, Aaron Rodgers bet against himself and won, won the league MVP. And now the Packers were sitting going, oh, crap, what do we do now? Now, at this point, it's important to note a few things about the NFC Championship game. One, one of the big plays of the game was Scotty Miller getting a 39-yard touchdown over Kevin King right before half, and by early third quarter, it was 28-10. to This highlighted a need for corner, which the Packers would address later in the 2021 NFL Draft, but we will get there. On top of that, one of the big issues was the Packers with 205 remaining, electing not to go for it on fourth down, down by eight, and instead decided to kick a field goal and reduce the deficit by five. In that game, too, Rodgers got hammered with losing David Bakhtiari at left tackle. He got hit way, way, way too much, which would then force the Packers to, again, go and address offensive line in the 2021 NFL Draft. But again, we'll get there. Now, it's important to also note that during this season, two big contracts occurred. One, Kenny Clark, our big defensive tackle and really only defensive tackle, got re-signed to a lucrative deal. And in addition, our all-pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari, became the highest paid tackle at that time in NFL history, basically ensuring that Aaron Rodgers was going to be protected and Jordan Love if he was going to start after Aaron Rodgers. So with this season ending on a sour note, a lot of questions started to arise of what is the Packers roster going to look like? A lot of people, including myself, thought that Aaron Jones was going to be gone. Corey Lindsley was going to be gone. Kevin King was going to be gone. Jamal Williams was going to be gone. 
What actually happened? Well, Corey Lindsley did sign a massive contract, becoming the highest paid center for the LA Chargers, and Jamal Williams was unfortunately shipped off to Detroit with Tim Boyle. However, the Packers did re-sign Aaron Jones to what amounts to a two-year deal. It's four, but they're going to probably wind up either restructuring or cutting him after two years, basically saying, hey, we're going to go all in for the 2021 NFL season, bringing back one of our biggest offensive weapons. One of the big problems that the Packers had to navigate during this offseason season was the amount of cap that they had or lack of cap that they had considering after spending mightily in free agency after the 2018 season the Packers were in a bit of a pickle so they restructured a whole bunch of contracts however the one contract they did not restructure was that of Aaron Rodgers this came to a surprise for many people because they thought that this would have meant hey the Packers are not only committing to Aaron Rodgers even further by basically saying here's more money we'll restructure your contract and spread it out over the years but it also would have freed up cap space if the Packers wanted to go after and sign some free agents. So all of this is starting to bubble. It's making it seem that 2021, it might be the last opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay. They brought back a bunch of key players. They basically kept the same exact offense, except for Corey Lindsley and Jamal Williams. This was their shot to go and try to get a Super Bowl and run it back. So that brings us to the week of the 2021 NFL Draft. On April 26th, once again, Goody came out in front of the press. He said, Aaron's our guy. He's going to be our QB for the foreseeable future. And of course, the fact that he said foreseeable, Packers Twitter exploded going, what does that mean? What does foreseeable means? They went to the dictionary and looked that up. Goody was also asked about if the cap was a factor in re-signing Aaron Rodgers or extending him or manipulating his contract, in which he definitively said no. And then the night of the first round of the 2021 NFL draft came upon us. And here's what we so graciously learned. Rodgers and the Packers had been negotiating for weeks slash months. Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy and Matt LaFleur all flew out to meet with Aaron Rodgers on separate occasions. Rodgers agent David Dunn made it a trip over to Green Bay to try to negotiate a contract extension, and it was very, very clear that Aaron Rodgers did not want a restructure. Instead, he wanted an extension. It was reported that the Green Bay Packers eventually offered him an extension, but no deal was made. As that news broke and Aaron Rodgers was potentially unhappy, teams started reaching out where we got the story for the 49ers, we got the story with the Broncos, and Goody basically said there's a 0% chance that he is going to be traded, which he also reiterated after the draft had concluded. After the draft, Goody came out and said, he's our QB, he's our leader, we've been working through this for a little while now, I just think it takes some time, but he's the guy that makes things go. Coach Matt LaFleur even coming out and saying, I can't fathom him not being in Green Bay. Since this news originally broke, Aaron Rodgers has not said a word to the media. It is reported that apparently he wanted to retire and go and host Jeopardy. There was a report that he was almost going to get traded to the Broncos. There was a report that he was telling teammates that he didn't want to return. There was all of this stuff that was circulating. He went to the Kentucky Derby in which he didn't do an interview about the Packers. He did it about horse racing. However, he did speak to a reporter beforehand, expressed his disappointment that this got out, that the, this rift actually existed, that he loves the fans, he loves the town, he loves the team, etc. But at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers wants a commitment. Yes, he got a four-year extension, but from his view, he's constantly being disrespected. And you don't have to agree with this. This is just the perspective. This even be reported that wide receiver Jake Kumro, who Aaron Rodgers praised openly, was then cut the next day. He feels that he's being slighted. He's upset that he wasn't informed about the Jordan Love pick and it wasn't handled correctly. And so he basically wants to make sure that after this year, he's not just going to be tossed to another team. In his mind, he has held up his end of the bargain 
bargain when he signed that contract extension that he has played well. He won the MVP in 2020. There was a story that came out that he wanted Goody fired, which AJ Hawk came out today and said it was complete and total garbage and didn't make any sense. And he also said there was a 0% chance that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. So that basically leaves us with two options. One, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get to decide if he's going to get traded or not. So either the Packers are going to trade him, which they have been adamant that they are not going to, or he's going to play for the Green Bay Packers, or he's going to wind up sitting out and having to pay the Packers a crap ton of money. So until we actually hear something from Aaron Rodgers, this is kind of everything from his perspective, using his own words, and how we've gotten to this point from his side of things. Now let's talk about the Green Bay Packers perspective as a team and an organization. And for us to do that, let's head on back to August 29th of 2018. First, the Packers signed Rodgers to a lucrative contract a year removed from his broken collarbone injury suffered at the hands of Anthony Barr. I will always hate you. Then during the 2018 season, the Packers went 6-9. and nine. Rodgers struggled with an injury all year after being injured by the Bears on the first night of the season. Rodgers had a 62.3% completion rating, still threw for over 4,400 yards, 25 touchdowns, and two interceptions. The 25 touchdowns was kind of highlighted that he wasn't his normal self. In addition, during the 2018 season, Mike McCarthy was was fired after the loss to the Arizona Cardinals. And so they finished out the rest of the year with coach Joe Philbin. Randall Cobb would also depart, leading to this very depressing picture, which still makes me cry. And on January 7th of 2019, coach Matt LeFleur, the former offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, is hired as the Green Bay Packers' next head coach. Now, during that offseason, before the 2019 season, Green Bay goes nuts in free agency. They address the defense, they address the offense, they bring in Billy Turner to protect Aaron Rodgers, they go and bring in Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, two elite pass rushers, and they sign Adrian Amos, who has locked down that secondary. So the Packers really rejuvenate that roster and bring in a whole bunch of talent, and it shows as their defense is pretty darn good in the 2019 season. As we already talked about, it leads them all the way to the NFC Championship game to lose to the San Francisco 49ers. And from the Packers' perspective, they re-sign Aaron Rodgers in 2018 to this lucrative deal. They get a brand new head coach in 2019 with a new system. And their star QB, who played well, don't get me wrong, played a lot better than other people in the league, but didn't play up to his maximum performance and is currently 36 years old. But the Green Bay Packers make the decision that they want to protect the franchise and the future and prepare for their life post-Aaron Rodgers. They do this by drafting Jordan Love, and they do this by drafting A.J. Dillon in case they're not going to be able to pay Aaron Jones, who had an amazing year in the 2019 season, and that sets off the fireworks. And from this perspective, I understand you have a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers who, again, played well in the 2019 season, but is getting up there in age, and you're basically saying, okay, we have two more years with him before we have an out. Let's bring in a young guy like Jordan Love, and if Aaron Rodgers starts to decline, which he might, then we put in Jordan Love and everybody's happy. The future of the Green Bay Packers is protected. In essence, they bet against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers won mightily, wins the MVP in the 2020 season, and here we are. Now, post the NFC Championship game, when you're looking at what the Green Bay Packers did, they go all in once again, just kicking the can down the road in terms of the cap, because in 2022, even though the cap is going to go up, they are going to have a cap problem once again, and it's going to be worse than the one that they had this year. So the Packers basically said, listen, Aaron, you played amazing. The team was this close from going to a Super Bowl. Let's run it back again. They were the number one scoring offense in the 2020 season, 
And so it just made sense to bring back as many pieces as humanly possible. And there's a quote that always floats around here, and I think that it's important to realize here because Goody has been getting a lot of crap for this. And again, I understand rightfully so in some cases, but the job of Brian Gutekunst, our GM, is to look out for the team and the organization. It's the job of Matt LaFleur to look out for the players. And so those are two, why they seem like very similar jobs, they're different. And that the GM is thinking long-term and LaFleur is there to coach the guys that are in front of him. So it makes sense that LaFleur is kind of like caught in the middle here because he's trying to be like, we love Aaron Rodgers and I want him on my team. While Goody basically said, hey, no, we're gonna replace him in a couple of years potentially. And he lost on that bet. However, he also rectified that by basically saying, okay, Aaron, we're going to go and we're going to bring back all these pieces that made this offense so potent and so successful for at least another year. But where we're at is Aaron Rodgers is not happy with that because he feels that, again, that he has been slighted over and over and over again, and he wants that commitment. And if you look at the 2021 NFL draft, I really don't give a flying crap what the media is saying. To me, this is a great draft because it addresses some significant needs. Remember the championship game we were just talking about against the Buccaneers? Look, Scotty Miller burned past Kevin King. Yes, we brought back Kevin King, but we also drafted Eric Stokes, a speedy corner in the first round. Oh, our all-pro center left? Oh, well, let's go draft a center with our second pick. Aaron Rodgers would like more weapons. Well, let's go get a wide receiver in Amari Rodgers. They then decided to triple down, bringing in more offensive linemen. And hell, they even got a guy to keep Kenny Clark company over on the defensive line. This was a draft for need, and the Packers addressed some of their major ones. So where everything is sitting now, the Green Bay Packers have to make a decision on if they want to extend Aaron Rodgers. And and as someone who loves Aaron Rodgers, I understand why they're hesitant. Yes, Aaron Rodgers just had an MVP-like season. He went out and shut everybody up. However, he's 37 years old. He's still under contract for the next three years, so he will be 40 when his contract expires. If they want to extend years past that, you're going to be paying him into his 40s. Do you want to potentially risk that? On top of that, if you do a short-term deal and basically say, hey, Aaron, you're going to stay here for the next two or three years guaranteed, that's a lot of money that right now the Green Bay Packers don't have. And again, it's kind of just kicking the can down the road when it comes to the cap. So that's the Packers' perspective right now, that right now they are trying to deal with a very disgruntled quarterback while also trying to protect their future. A lot of fans are yelling at them because they're thinking very much in the short term and trying to go win a championship game, which I completely understand because Goody's best chance to win a championship this year is with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. But the questions we now have to ask ourselves are the following. What the hell happens now? Well, Is the problem too far gone? Has Aaron Rodgers got to a point where he no longer wants to play for the Green Bay Packers and there's nothing that they can say, do, or offer him that is going to change that? That is a possibility, but we won't know until Aaron Rodgers says something. The other major question that comes up is what happens with Jordan Love, who I feel so bad for right now because he is caught up in the middle of all of this craziness and he did not pick this, he did not choose this, the guy just wants to play football. And if that sounds really familiar, that's because the Packers went through the same exact thing back in 2005. You would have think that they would have learned some lessons from this. And so one of the questions that's starting to come up is, are the Packers going to trade Aaron Rodgers? Well, if they trade him before June 1st, it would cost us $1.2 million of 2021 cap. If they did it after June 1st, it would actually save us about $16 million in 2021 
2021 cap. However, we would have a penalty of over $17 million in 2022 cap, which I told you is going to be a problem. Rodgers has made it very clear that he wants input on the personnel, whether it's with the drafting of Jordan Love or whether it was the cutting of Kumaro. And of course, Goody on Saturday night said he would love that input from his quarterback, which just kind of like boggles my mind. Why wasn't that there in the first place? And I want to be very clear with what I'm saying here. I'm not saying you're giving Rodgers the keys and saying you make all the personnel decisions. But considering the superstar that you have at QB, I'm just asking for some open communication. Brian Gutekunst has been with the Packers for over 20 years. He's been the GM since 2018. So if you're telling me that, let's just say from his GM times, from 2018 to 2021, you haven't had open communications with your superstar quarterback, that's a problem. So it seems like one of the major issues is that they're just not talking to each other. And now they're really not talking a whole lot to each other in which you need the GM, the president, and the head coach to fly and talk to Aaron Rodgers and be like, hey, bud, can you come back and play football for us? And you take all of this which is going on, which is a very convoluted, complicated issue, and you take the media who is just dumping gasoline on this and lighting a match and tossing it and walking away, but making sure that they report on it first. The amount of crap that has been out there has been absolutely insane, whether it was that almost done deal with the Broncos, which never came to fruition and never happened, or whether it was the highly blown over San Francisco 49ers trade offer, which was very, very overplayed, or whether it was Goody's telling Aaron Rodgers that they planned on trading him, which never happened. There is so much clickbait garbage out there right now because it is driving in so much engagement. Even Devontae Adams today tweeted out, you got to appreciate what you got while you got it. Thank you, Devontae. Oh yeah, did I mention it's also his last year of his contract as well? So at the end of the day, all we can do is wait. And I know that that is excruciating and we are going to get a crap ton of terrible clickbait nonsense in between. But until Aaron Rodgers publicly says something, there's really nothing else that we can do. The Green Bay Packers have been adamant that he is their quarterback. And so now we just need to see if Aaron Rodgers still wants to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Even though if the Packers don't trade him, he doesn't have a ton of options here. We could get to a situation where it is very adamant and clear that this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' last season as a Green Bay Packer, and then he will be traded. Or this could be something that maybe it gets worked out and there is an extension that's coming in and there's guaranteed money that's coming in. There's a commitment that's coming in. And then again, the questions pop up about what the hell do you do with Jordan Love? Which again, is a very good question that you just spent a first rounder on. And a lot of people just say, just trade him. Because if there's anything that I've learned by watching the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions in our division, the worst time to look for a quarterback is when you need one. So if we decide to trade off Jordan Love and roll with Aaron Rodgers for the next three to five years, what happens after that? What happens if we draft another quarterback in that time frame? Is this kind of issue going to happen again? All great questions, which we do not know the answer to. So for now, we wait. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. I know this was a really long video. I applaud you for sitting through it, but I wanted to be as detailed as possible and try to fully explain this to the best of my ability. So I hope that I have done that. But let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassiComedy.com or at TomGrassiComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassiComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always... 
Go Pack Go. (laughs) 